0: Welcome everyone to another pageant planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown today, Jesse and myself are covering the life of Kaylee Garris. So Jesse set the stage for us.
1: Today, we are going to be talking more about the current Miss Teen USA 2019, Kaylee Garris. She brought the state of Connecticut its second Miss Teen USA title after Logan West's win in 2012, and the pageant this year was held in Reno, Nevada. So, congratulations to Kaylee.
0: Yay. 18 uh, year old Kaylee is now a national title holder, competitive dancer, a model, and a student, which is pretty compre- impressive considering she's still in high school.
1: Yeah, she set the bar so high for other teen contestants competing in pageants across America because she volunteers at children's hospitals, travels to New York to model, and is an excellent speaker. Her life experience made her the perfect choice for Miss Teen USA 2019.
0: It's important in pageantry to have a platform to represent throughout your reign, even as a teen, and Kaylee is actively promoting We Are People First, which recognizes the people, or that people with disabilities should not and are not defined by their disabilities. This platform was inspired by her sister who has multiple disabilities.
1: And throughout her year as Miss Teen USA, Kaylee has been seen has been seen with Big Sister, Miss USA, twenty nineteen, Chesley Christ, along with Miss USA or Miss America, twenty nineteen Nia Franklin. And the three made their mark across the world that is the first time Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America history that all three reigning title holders are women of African-American descent. Pretty cool.
0: (laughs) That is pretty awesome. And Kaylee has personally been recognized for her bubbly personality, outstanding speaking ability, and for wearing her naturally short, curly hair during her competitions. She fully represents the concept of having a teen leader in the US who is confident in who she is, relatable to others, and speaks up for what she believes in.
1: She was born and raised in New Haven, Connecticut, and she lived with her parents and her older sisters, Samantha and Chantel, and being the youngest sibling with an eight year age gap, she would always tag along with her big sisters wherever they would go.
0: You wouldn't know it if you spoke to her now, but growing up, Kaylee described herself as really shy and introverted. She didn't like or she didn't dislike attention, but it was never something she focused on attracting in her life.
1: Well, she enjoyed dancing in her free time, and Kaylee considers herself a competitive dancer who's well versed in contemporary jazz hip-hop and tap dancing and this kept her physically active and allowed her to express her own form of creativity and she's now taking her dancing and performance skills to the next level she's learning and practicing circus arts aerial skills hoop and the trapeze
0: <laughs> that's the trapeze what a, i don't want to say odd a unique is the word i'm looking for what a mm-hmm. unique thing just to take up like oh cool i want to take up trapeze you'll hear that every day
1: no, not at all.
0: So all this activity got her voted into the top ten for best teen body on Pageant Planet in 2019. She admits that she didn't even like diet before competing for the Miss Teen USA 2019 because she has a fast metabolism and is a teen- teenager who enjoys indulging in different types of junk food. Yeah, so, got yeah, lots of genetics.
1: Absolutely. So this is a huge coaching moment. First, is you can't judge your genetics by somebody else. So Kaylee probably has, like Stephen said, blessed with long and lean genetics. We are not all blessed that way. Um, So I would say don't compare someone to their natural predisposition. So some people may have to do some extra work and time and energy for fitness competition. But the real coaching moment I want to get into is working out doesn't have to mean quote, I'm doing air quotes here, working out. And I think people think, oh, I got to be in the gym or I have to be on the treadmill. And so many people just do not find joy in that, but they find joy in other things like dance, like hiking. Um, Stephen, what are some other things you can think of that are activities that aren't traditional working out, but burn a ton of
0: calories? I mean, from a guy's perspective, we get together and we'll play like flag football or mm-hmm. basketball, yeah. um, like even baseball. It's something to get the heart rate heart rate up. And I mean, it is like, there's so many opportunities now. Um, there, there's even like groups that get together real early before malls open and like they walk in the mall. Walking. Yeah. yeah. So things like that. I mean, especially it's kind of popular here in Boston or my hometown back in Ohio because it gets so cold and in the winter months it gets you out and around a group of people. So things like that, that you can get to get your heart rate up because regardless if your pageant has swimsuit or doesn't, you just, I mean, look at the science. You feel better about yourself. Your endorphins increase, which gives you a feeling of like happiness. You just feel better about who you are as a human when you're exercising. Now that doesn't mean that you have to be a size zero, but if you're physically active, it does something chemically to your body that just makes you feel better.
1: That is so true. I mean, so if you are like hitting a plateau or you, maybe haven't ever entered a pageant before and you're like, I don't know how to get started, I would say find an activity that's not traditional workout that you can look at as like an exercise outlet and find some friends that'll do it with you. Rock climbing, I mean, there's so many things you can do indoors or outdoors all season. So you don't have to restrict yourself uh, trampoline parks are really popular right now. You get a killer workout there. So explore and find things that work for you that can break up a monotonous gym routine or diet routine that will boost your metabolism, et cetera. Because especially the older that we get for our, our miss, our miss, Ms. and Mrs. contestants, like our metabolism is not Kaylee's metabolism. It's just not going to happen for us to just do that. So something that can break it up will go a long way. Yeah. Keep and
0: yeah. And I, I want to encourage you too. for myself, What I do is I try to find the most successful person that's in my inner circle that is already doing something. Like I was talking to my friend Darwin the other day. I'm like, how do you get all of your like, what do you eat and how do you get your calories in like the proper proteins and carbohydrate mix? And he just told me his like his system that he does. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, okay, I I think that that could work for my lifestyle with some modification. But Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes somebody's so close to your inner circle or just like a fringe friend that you're maybe on a casual texting basis with, like you can reach out to them. They'll share what you're doing and it'll just completely open your your eyes.
1: Mm -hmm. Definitely. So think outside the box is that coaching moment, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a great one.
1: Yeah. So although we've seen Kaylee embrace her naturally curly hair, like Steven said on the Miss Teen USA stage, this was not always how Kaylee preferred doing her hair. Growing up, her idea of beauty meant having long, straight hair, like a lot of a lot of people that grow up and see that in magazines and movies and glamour articles.
0: Yeah. And at the age six, Kaylee began using relaxers in her hair, the sun bleaching. uh, So, um And sun bleaching it so it could look more like her mother's and Kaylee would straighten her hair, wear it in a ponytail or put it into braids so that she would not have to show her naturally curly hair.
1: So it was an art school that Kaylee's perception of beauty and her hairstyle changed. And as she attended class on a day when her naturally curly roots were coming in, she had a friend suggest to her that she wear her natural hair because it is also beautiful. And one simple compliment was all it took for Kaylee to buy into this idea. And she's been wearing her hair naturally curly for the majority of her days ever since.
0: Hmm. I've heard it said, and I really like it, where words are gifts. So you can give your word as a gift, and that's certainly a gift that Kaylee experienced from her friend. And before um, being crowned Miss Teen USA 2019, Kaylee attended school at uh, Joseph A. Foran High School in Milford and the Educational Center for the Arts in North Haven Setting Theater. Now, she has graduated from high school and she attends Southern Connecticut State University studying communications. At one point, she dreamed of being a trauma nurse, which is still a possibility considering that she's only 19 years old now.
1: That's the fun part about covering teens in the podcast is – we should probably like 10 years from now make a note to like do recaps of like what they've accomplished in the in the last 10 years because they have all these goals and dreams and they've set this really great foundation for success. So it's true. I mean, she could become a trauma nurse. She could be in communication. She could be a professional model. Like, who knows? The world's are oyster.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So she can be seen traveling to and from New York to model. And she is so lucky to have. And accepting an open-minded group of friends and a lot of her friends come from her theater school and she still enjoys enjoys doing teenage activities like going to prom driving around with her friends grabbing a bubble tea my girl i love this <laughs> bubble tea and singing along to the jonas brothers
0: yeah wow, well, that's a, that's kind of a, a side like oh and getting a cup of coffee oh and singing along with what like a famous band that's cool uh kaylee began her pageant career in her teenage years she states that she had to beg her mother to join pageants And even then, she was only allowed to compete in one pageant a year. Most of the pageants she competed in required the contestant not to wear makeup. This is where Kaylee got to practice her presentation and public speaking skills. At first, Kaylee would compete with her hair straight and extensions in. She transitioned out of doing this because the heat was ruining her hair.
1: Yeah. And this is a great coaching moment. And it's, it's been a common thread for several of our podcasts in the past several weeks. And it's embrace your natural beauty because we often get caught in the trap of looking at other women in our lives on social media or in pageantry and comparing our flaws to their beauty. And like Kaylee, we have to embrace our true natural-born beauty in every way. We were born and created perfectly when we were born without the need to change our physical appearance. And it's all that outside influence that makes us feel yucky about it. So it takes one person, like we said, that one compliment to see you as the perfectly beautiful queen you are for you to believe it. And that person, like it can be somebody else, but it really should be you. And if you find that you're struggling to keep up with the external maintenance of different beauty trends emerging in the pageant world or even outside, gosh, the Instagram world is crawling with beauty trends, ugh, Um, (laughs) realize you don't have to keep up with all these social beauty standards. Love yourself, be yourself, and show yourself to the judges so they can appreciate you for you.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it's a little bit more abstract, but I feel like the most, um, gosh, uh, consistent beauty trend is that uniqueness and spe- specifically, wow, that was tough, um, is accepting yourself and just being true, like that authentic natural self. And I, I was reading in the the book that I'm currently indulging, it's uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, and it- there was a section there on beauty, and it's a plastic surgeon who wrote this book. And he was saying that in the I believe it was in the 1920s or 1930s, girls with um, with no breasts or like with smaller breasts were what was popular that was considered sexy because like that's what Vogue models were shooting. So what would happen is women would come to him saying, please give me a breast reduction so I can look like this beauty standard that, Mo- that Vogue was performing. He was like, mm-hmm. now I'm asking for girls begging me to have larger breasts. Because that's what's in trend now. And they feel like they need larger breasts to feel more beautiful, like 30 years, uh, 30 years afterwards. So I really thought that that was interesting. The same plastic surgeon over the course of like several decades was like treating women because they wanted to increase their self-esteem by having a breast reduction. And then 30 years later, they wanted to increase their self-esteem by having enhanced breasts. I was like, wow. It's so,
1: it's so interesting. And if you look back at the, even the medieval times, we're talking like
0: I mean, 1600s seventeenth yeah, century yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and when you look at paintings from that time, all of the royalty or people that were I guess current social like modern day socialites they'd be considered were all um, overweight as what we, we would consider yeah. now because it was a sign of wealth to be able to eat anything and, and and everything you wanted. So it was like if you were skinny you were like a peasant like that was the the way they looked at it. So if you look even that time, weight played a role in societal expectations
0: right because i mean think about the concept like those that are wealthy or those that are like you know famous which also it's typically if you're famous you're also wealthy you know what if you're wealthy you're also famous um if, well if you're wealthy you're not by default famous but if you're famous you're kind of more by default you're at least well off to some sort mm-hmm. so they do drive the beauty standards and so back in the, the middle evil time period, most people had to work in the field for a living, and so their complexion was dark because they were working under the sun and they were working outside because they had to gather the food or do all the food. If you're a royal, you just you were inside all the time, so you had more porcelain skin and you were more plumpy because you didn't have to do physical activity. You had all these servants, so it's like, oh, we want to be like right the rich people. We want to be like overweight. We don't want to be in shape. And now it seems like the people that are more famous or the wealthier, they are the ones that have lower percentage in body fat um, and like less wrinkles, you know, bigger breasts if you're women, bigger biceps if you're a guy. So it's like, oh, that's kind of in vogue. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. So,
1: basically, I think what, what the coaching moment is is like figure out what you like best about yourself and like ride that into the sunset because everyone around us is going to keep changing.
0: <laughs> it really is. Right. True. Yeah, it is. It's 100% true. So back to Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee what, has competed in the National American Miss pageant, um, winning the title of National American Miss Southern New England 2016. She also tried her luck in Miss America's Outstanding Teen System. Kaylee won Miss New Haven's Outstanding I'm sorry, Miss New Haven County's Outstanding Teen in 2018. And she placed fourth runner up at Miss Connecticut Outstanding Teen in 2018. And in January of 2019, so this is three years later, Kaylee won the title of Miss Connecticut Teen USA 2019. And this was her first try and allowed her to represent Connecticut at Miss Teen USA 2019.
1: So this is interesting because like you pointed out, that's three years time, three different systems, Three years, if you look at the different pageants, National American Miss is heavily like speaking and natural, Mm -hmm. right? That's what they focus on. Um, MAOT, a a little more well rounded, you add in fitness, uh, you add in talent, et cetera, you continue to build that speaking skill. And then she comes to a whole new system, the USA system. And she wins right out the gate. Yeah. So it just shows you that if you use other pageants and other experiences to build your skills, you can often jumpstart like over some people that consistently compete in the same pageant year after year.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because you're
1: bringing new skills.
0: Yeah. And she's gaining all these life experiences too. And she's getting experiences in pageantry, which is fine tuning your skills, which is positioning her for greater success.
1: Yeah. I love it. So she, as like you just said, she went. She won Miss Connecticut Teen USA, and she traveled to Reno, Nevada for the Miss Teen USA competition at the Grand Sierra Resort. And during the competition, she was noted to be outgoing, outspoken, and bubbly. And her personality shines during the competition and on stage. I remember she was definitely a favorite. And during active wear, judges not only got to see her dancer physique, but her giggly smile. And she continued to radiate positive energy during the evening gown portion of the competition in a... Beautiful fuchsia pink Sherry Hill gown. So she just topped out, like, topped off that personality profile with a gown that just, like, put the final nail in it. It was like, here's who I am bubbly, fun, and fresh.
0: Yeah. And Kaylee finger rolled her hair, um, all of her hair, the night before the pageant in the shower. And although it was a long shower, she states it was worth it. And she feels most comfortable in her natural hair. Finger uh, coiling, I believe, is. Right. Finger coiling is Mm the process for women of color with textured hair that involves wet hair, a smoothing agent and combing through and tightly coiling tiny sections of the hair.
1: So this is um, an admittance and also a coaching moment because I had to look up what finger curling and finger coiling were. And oh, my gosh, like when I first read through the the outline of today's podcast, I was like, okay, a long shower. Like, what's that? And then I watched these YouTube videos, Steven, of what it is so I could better understand what that meant for for her. And this is a time-consuming process. And if you watch the final pageant, Kaylee's hair is the most beautiful, bouncy, glossiest curl you've ever seen. So for sure, it was worth it. Um, But I will say the most underutilized resource for pageant contestants is the YouTube School of Beauty. And I made up that title because it's like not a real thing. But... (laughs) You can find a YouTube video to tell you to do just about anything. So if there's a hairstyle you're dying to learn, I guarantee there's a YouTube video for it. You're trying to master how to put fake eyelashes on guarantee there was a hundred YouTube videos for that. So I tell a lot of the clients that I work with that if they don't have the budget for makeup lessons, professional hair and makeup services, either of those things, I say, dedicate one or two nights a week to finding a YouTube video that helps you hone that skill on your own and practice it because it's free resources. It's available to anyone, wherever you are in the world. And like, you can learn how to Like if you're a female, you can learn how to shave your own face. So you don't have to spend a hundred bucks at a dermaplaning appointment. I mean, literally anything you can find. It's incredible the resource that it is.
0: Yeah, completely. And I mean, guaranteed, this was not Kaylee's first time like, oh, let me try this finger curl thing like in the shower the night before (laughs) Miss TDSA. So she certainly put in some hours. And I was thinking about our pageant prep timeline. So if you're a VC member or VIP member of VIP Platinum, you also get tied into this prep Timeline where we say, okay, your pageant is four months away. Now you should start doing like makeup tutorials. And then we kind of lead you through makeup tutorials or whatever, uh, based on like your age division and all that. So it's customized based on your age division. Um, and so we guide you through all of that because it, it kind of gets overwhelming, to remember all the different things that you're supposed to practice to be doing. So it's really helpful to get that email, um, like once a month or once every few weeks whenever we do it, that's like, Oh cool. Now it's six weeks away or seven weeks away. Now you really need to be shopping for your dress. And those aren't the definitive timelines. It's all in there. I'm just, um, spouting off the mouth, but it is nice to have that guideline that's emailed to you. That's telling you what to do and when to do it. And also like how to do it, how to practice because it really does guide, um, the preparation.
1: Yeah. I mean, get lost in a Google hole for sure. So I think a lot of contestants spend most of their time finding the right wardrobe, which in my opinion is a big mistake. Um, spend, certainly spend plenty of time because it's the most fun. It's the easiest, but you should be spending more on the skills that will help you in the title. And so many of those around grooming yourself to be stage ready.
0: Yeah, completely. Yeah. So like on finals night, um, Fans all over America, they were cheering Kay- as Kaylee progressed into semifinals through the active wear and gown phases and into the top five. And once Kaylee made it to the question answer portion, there was no question that really could throw her off. Her answer to the question of like, why are women less motivated by money was a, like one of those mic drop moments. I mean, she graciously, graciously spoke about how women have the confidence in themselves to realize their own identity and that no job or amount of money could change that.
1: And shortly after her final answer, she was being... Crown Miss Teen USA 2019 by Kansas's Haley Colburn and she was also congratulated on stage by Miss USA 2018 Sarah Rose Summers and Miss Universe 2018 Katriana Gray. So big deal.
0: Yeah very big deal and Kaylee's been seen across many American news outlets for being one of three African American women possessing the top three pageant titles in the US. So Kelsey uh, Kirst, uh, Miss USA 2019, Nia Franklin, Miss America 2019 and Kaylee have been Speaking out about diversity and recognition of races and ethnicities and title holders of national and international pageants. The three even have their names on a t-shirt for fans to buy, which is a good marketing moment.
1: Mm-hmm. And the trio became even more empowering when of Beanie uh, of South Africa was crowned Miss Universe another woman of color and the world enjoyed this quad of well-spoken community driven pageant Queens for a week until a new Miss America was crowned. Um, and this will still remain as the first time in history that four of the largest pageant titles that recognize in the U S and Debatably, the world. I know a lot of people look at the U.S. as pageant standards, so big deal all around. Um, captured by women embracing their natural beauty, and through pageantry, Kaylee is able to be a leader and a role model to show others what it means to live in a respectful, accepting, and diverse world.
0: I know. And I believe, like, I don't remember the timeline, but off going off what Pop my head, Miss World was. Miss Jamaica but I I don't know if it was during the time or like right after but it was dangerously close Mm -hmm, Uh, I'm going off memory and I believe there was another Miss United States too um so anyways but yeah there was it, it was crazy and yeah nothing like that has ever happened but um Kaylee had this to say. She says, I'm never going to lie on my opinion, but you do have to factor in others' beliefs. Now that I'm a public figure and I have younger girls looking up to me, of course I'm going to be careful of what I say because I don't want to offend anyone. That's just who I am. But I'm never going to shy away from saying my opinion just because I'm worried that it's going to scare off some people. Mm-hmm.
1: And growing up with a sibling with a disability did not phase Kaylee. That's one of the things she has the strongest opinions on. And this was something she thought was normal for most people. However, she learned that everyone does not have a relationship or environment with somebody with a disability.
0: Yeah, Kaylee would notice this in a grocery store or out in public. She noted that people would stare at her sister or that her parents would pull their kids away from her. And this was confusing for her as a child to understand.
1: For sure, and she takes these experiences and her relationship with her sister to break the negative stigma associated with people who have physical, developmental, or social disabilities. And since Kaylee was able to communicate with her sister and have her understand, why wouldn't others?
0: Yeah, this inspired the creation of the movement We Are People First. She wants others to put a person's name and personality before their disability. Rather than seeing her sister and thinking she's in a wheelchair, think, oh, her name's like Chantel. We can't control disabilities, but we can control the way we treat and respect everyone as human beings on earth. And this is what Kaylee hopes for, everyone in the world with or without a disability.
1: And Kaylee has been able to travel and speak at several schools, hospitals, and other volunteer events to help inspire a new mindset when it comes to communicating and connecting with people with disabilities. And Kaylee educates the youth on ways to respectfully discuss and speak to people who have a health issue or a disability. And I think that is so valuable because oftentimes kids especially, but really all people just don't know what to say when they encounter someone with a disability. So some people can react very normally, um, conversationally, but some really need that like nudge of reassurance of, yeah, here's the right thing to do.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kaylee's also done numerous of uh, um, other forms of volunteer work and community service she volunteers at yale new haven hospital and is a camp counselor for those in new haven parks and recreation ecosystem uh, eco camps here she is able to guide campers on different outdoor experiences like kayaking canoeing um hiking and rock climbing imagine being like led like, around the wilderness by miss teen usa right how, how cool is that like okay now we're gonna go camping or like kayaking or hiking or rock climbing you're like uh okay Thank you. <laughs> not see, not the stereotypical pageant girl for sure.
1: Right. And she, I just saw a picture posted of her in New York City and it was like a lime green two-piece suit with um like higher ankles tube socks and some co- like not combat boots but they were they were definitely some utility boots. Yep. And like it is so on trend right now that whole look. It was not a fitted suit like you tore like typically see in pageant interview like it wasn't elegant it was just like very boxy androgynous looking which is so on trend and like everywhere else except pageant land so she has been a chameleon she's been able to do that outdoorsy um have that a vibe and then also like walk right onto the runway so she's been able to do it all and i really like that about her and she's been recognized by the connecticut department of development services for her selfless and devoted service to the community so very well deserving and it's difficult not to listen to haley's life at as a 19 year old and wonder what we've done in our lives to compare <laughs> even Even our age, Steven. Yeah. And she has truly embraced the opportunities in her life to grow as an individual, a pageant queen, and a role model to others.
0: Yeah. Slowly, we're seeing new and emerging pageant trends, which are accepting a contestant's natural beauty as an asset to winning the crown. Gone are the days where every woman has to wear hair extensions, get a spray tan, wear a full face of makeup.
1: And Kaylee is a breath of fresh air to remind us that our physical appearance only has so much value when it comes to impacting another person's life. People may not remember what we wore or how we looked, but they will remember the way we made them feel, which is an adaptation of a Maya Angelou quote.
0: Yeah. And as the 2020 pageant season commences, we hope to see the continuation of Title Holders crowned that carry the same values and message that Kaylee has been promoting.
1: So in her own words, uh, we'll finish up. Uh, she says, I had to stop worrying about where I fit in and have enough strong will within myself to be comfortable with who I am.
0: And if you would like to be featured contestant like we featured Kaylee for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts and what makes you special. And then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature um so that we can review your profile and we'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you're scheduled and also a special shout out to maria Jorlando for doing the research thanks for listening and if you've received any benefit from the show or for ones previous please consider giving us a five-star review it might seem like a small action but it really does help us keep the show going so until next time take care Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.